0: Welcome back to Just Being Silly. I'm Liz, and this is episode 33. Here we are at the end of another year. The years start coming, and they do not stop coming. And I've I've always said that, okay? That is something I've always said. Um, I don't know if that was ever popularized in a hit song or not, but the years start coming, and they do not stop coming, in my opinion. And here we are at the tail end of another. So also, just wanted to point out, something real quick. Um, if it sounds like somebody is being brutally murdered, like in the distance, I hear it too. And I don't know where it's coming from. So, um, let's just stay put. Okay. Let's just stay put. And I hope that this episode does not age horribly. I hope we do not get new information that would make this part of the podcast a horrible listen. But anyway, here we are. End of 2023. There may be an episode next week if I can muster up. If I can, if I can pull myself up by my bootstraps and provide you with another excellent piece of content next week, I can do it. I will. But if I can't do it, you're just gonna have to bear with me. And so I'm gonna prepare as if this is the last episode for the year. And with that, the topic of the episode is going to be things that changed my life in 2023. Also made a TikTok about this, but I think I'm going to go in a little bit more detail than I was able to on the TikTok. Also, just wanted to point out what the fuck is going on with TikTok. There was a hot minute there that my TikToks were doing all right. Not bad. Okay. Decent, even. But now... Now we're stuck in the, in the, in the view jail again, and I don't understand what's going on with all that. Kind of pissing me off, but let's move on. If you're here from TikTok, what's going on with that? Because I actually have some of you from TikTok. Hi, what is going on with that? Are you experiencing it as well? Or you know what? I'm not even going to get into it because I'm going to get pissed. I also get videos sometimes that are like, oh, tips for, like, making better videos, like, have better lighting, have better microphones, whatever, whatever. And one thing that I've been seeing constantly, which I, like, flat out do not agree with, sorry, sue me, I have been seeing people, like, "Uh, I'm just going to be blunt. Like, they're just, like, they're always, like, those kind of people. Like, I'm just going to be blunt. And it's, like, shut up. You're just annoying, But they're like, I'm just going to be blunt. Um, The reason your video is not doing well is because your content is bad. It is not because of the algorithm. And in my opinion, that is horseshit. There is no reason for a video to stop being served at 300 views when after 300 views you have 100 likes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There is no reason for 30% of people to engage positively with a video for it to stop being served if that is not, if it's not good content. Now you're gonna piss me off. Anyway, we're getting into things that changed my life in 2023. The first one, LASIK eye surgery. So if you have been with me, okay, if you have been with me since January 26th of 2023, you know about my LASIK. That is before I started the podcast, if you can even believe it. I've been seeing good this entire podcast journey, Um, and I've seen enough, frankly, so maybe that was not a great idea, but no, I, um, if you know anything about me, I couldn't see for actually jack shit. I could not see at all. Um, In my right eye, if you know anything about glasses or contacts or anything, prescription, anything like that, my right eye was, like, a negative seven. I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding. Like, double legally blind in my right eye. Just walking around. You know what? Fuck it. Why not? Why not? I did... I lived plenty of life, okay? I lived plenty of life. For 25 years, I lived my life. I, I lived my life not being able to see without the assistance of my glasses or contacts. Um... But ultimately, I was driven to that decision. I just felt like I was so tired because I was a contact wearer. I, I very rarely wore my glasses. I mean, like, maybe if I was at home or um, if I was, like, feeling super irritated by my contacts that day and I didn't care, I I wore my glasses. Like, I I very rarely wore the glasses. Always in contacts. And I'm about to say something and some of y'all will be pissed, but I'm, it must be said, I slept in my contacts. Okay. 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 Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Okay, bitch. I slept in my contacts. That is my prerogative. I, I'm going to tell you towards the end, like as I was getting older, like 23, by the time I was out of college, I was starting to make it a habit where if I slept in them, I slept in them and it was fine and I woke up and I'd take them out or I'd replenish them or whatever. But for the most part, I was trying to take them out every night before bed. But when I tell you, like in high school and in college, there were times that I slept. Do not let my eye doctor hear this, by the way. There were times that I slept in my contacts and did not take them out oh, you're going to be pissed. Like, a week. Maybe even two weeks straight. Like, and and never took them out. Didn't need to. Sometimes they would, honestly, if my, uh, if my allergies were not bothering me, they would sit comfortably in my eye. And they were also not dailies, to be fair. Like, they were not dailies. I had, like, a pair a month or something like that. So, I mean, they were actually for people who kept them in their eyes for an extended period of time. But they never like went behind my eye or the, the only time I had them fold up in my eye to like where I couldn't get them out. I think that was like the first month I ever had contacts, like maybe freshman year of high school or like eighth grade or something like that. Like whenever I first got my first pair of contacts, that happened to me once and it like never happened again. Can you believe it? But yeah I I was bad about sleeping in my contacts but I mean I mean I was fine I I went to the I go to the eye doctor regularly okay like I I was checked out all the time. There were never any issues other than the fact that I just flat out could not see. There were no other issues with my eyes so maybe I just got lucky. I don't know it is not I am not a doctor. I do not recommend staying in your contacts for that long, I'm just telling you my journey, okay, my journey, what I did, um, and what worked for me, but anyway, that stopped working for me for a while, um, it was also a problem whenever I would go to concerts and things like that, which I do very regularly, and, like, we would be outside or just, you know, somewhere, and, like, my eyes would start itching, and then my contacts would, like, That's when they would start, like, rolling up and popping out of my eye. And then, because I was so incredibly blind and could not see, I, like, there are times that I remember going to concerts and, like, my contact coming out and having to watch the show with, like, one eye kind of closed so I could see out of my other eye that still had my contact in it. Like, I was in hell, okay? I was in hell. So, I I deserved my LASIK eye surgery moment. So, yes, I had that in January... Um, I had, like, um, I got flapless, so I guess with, like, traditional LASIK, they cut a flap into your eye. That is always there. Um, It's always a flap, to my understanding, and so this was flapless, um, and there were, there's pros and cons to both, but I got the flapless, which is basically, like, they laser your eyeball and, like, shave it down versus, like, cutting the flap into it, so kind of interesting, but I remember doing that and the recovery for that. A lot of people are like, Oh, I can't get LASIK. Like I couldn't get LASIK because, you know, the recovery would be so bad. Like doing all the eye drops and like not being able to see and things like that. And I'm going to tell you while that was miserable, like there, it was like two or three days of just flat out. It was miserable. It really was, but nothing will put like, I was prepared for that mentally. Like, I was prepared, like, okay, like, if I, you know, go to a consultation and I meet a doctor and I move forward with this, like, I will have a recovery process. Like, it's not going to be I just walk out of there and I can see and, like, there's not going to be any issues. Like, my eyes are going to hurt so bad I'm not going to be able to see for a little bit. Like, I was ex- I was assuming those risks, okay? What I didn't assume, which I don't know why? Because if you've ever seen Final Destination, I don't know, is it two, three, four, five, where the girl gets LASIK eye surgery and that's what that's what kills her, like the LASIK the laser goes crazy in her eye or whatever. That uh, spoiler for Final Destination two, three, four, five, or six, by the way. But if you've ever seen that, a lot of people say they've seen that and that's why they don't want LASIK, but um she's awake for that procedure. And I guess I just didn't think that that had anything to do with me and that applied to me um, because I was kind of shocked when I heard that it was going to be a procedure that happened when I was awake. And so I went for the day of and they gave me a Valium. So they prescribed me like, you know, some stuff. And uh, one of those things was Tylenol number three and Tylenol number three made me see the hat man. He was very nice. He brought me a Gatorade. I did not owe him any money or like anything like that. Like he was not mean, um, but he was very, he was ever present um, with a Tylenol number three. But um, they gave me a volume to take before I got to the surgery, like 15 minutes beforehand. Or no, maybe I took it when I got there. Let's proceed. So I took this volume and then they take me back like 20 or so minutes later. So the volume is supposed to be kicking in, which it was, but it was like a low dose of volume. And I also have never had a volume. I've only ever taken like for surgeries or things like that. Um, like wisdom teeth or whatever I took when I got my wisdom teeth removed, I was awake for that by the way. So God gives his, his, his toughest battles to his bravest soldiers. And that's all I'll say about that. But, um, when I was, having my wisdom teeth taken out, they did the same thing with me, like, have me take one beforehand, and then they have me take one after. They did that, but with tab. And let me tell you something that put me on my ass crack was a Loratab, and, like, laughing gas. And maybe I'll tell that story another day about me being awake and being high as a kite with my mother and my dentist in the room. We'll tell that another day. Just remind me. But anyway... I take this volume, and they're taking me back, and honestly, I am not, I am, I I am not, like, mellowed out enough for what I know is about to transpire. Like, I am not, I'm not mellowed out enough, I don't think, but I get in there, I get laid on the um, table, the operating table, I suppose, and they do, in fact, and I know, okay, I know this bothers people to hear, but it is the truth. It is my truth. Um, They put those little clamp things in my eyes to, like, keep them open. Like, they have those things that, like, pry your eyeballs open. So um, they put those in my eyes casually. I was not freaking out at all. Um, I was 100% awake and 50% sober, I felt like. So that was not a good combination. But um, since it is a laser, he's like, okay, you're going to have to look at this spot. Okay, here's a spot. Like, there's a spot on the machine that, like, is marked. And he's like, you're going to look here. Are you looking here? Yes. Okay, so when I start, you are not going to be able to move your eye. You cannot move your eye. You cannot look away for a second. You cannot, like, your eye cannot, like, dart to another direction. Like, you you must look in this spot dead on. And it's going to go completely blurry because I'm lasering your cornea And you cannot move the direction of your eye. Like you, you have to look straight into this line. And even when it blurs up and you can't even tell what you're looking at anymore, you're just going to have to hold the line. Okay. You're going to have to Africa Toto hold the line. Okay, sister? Like you're going to have to do it. Like you're not going to be able to move your eyeball or it's going to be bad news bears. So I am scared. But I do it, and I do it successfully, obviously, because I'm me. And so I leave. um, Oh, before I wrap that up, um, there was a sign on the ceiling that I could not read when I laid down. I just saw there was, like, a white, what I thought was, like, a, what would you call it, a ceiling tile? But it was, like, I thought it was a different color. No, sheet of paper. Thanks. Um, It was a white sheet of paper, and there was, like, a yellow blob on it, and that was really all I could see. He is lasering my eyeball, and it smells like burnt hair. And then when he's done, he goes, he, like, drops um a couple of, like, eye drop solution something in my eye. And holy fucking shit, I can, it is a sign with a big smiley face on it. That's what the yellow blob was. And it said, smile if you could read this. And that was the one of the craziest experiences of my life. Um, Because never in my life had I ever seen that crystal clear without assistance. Actually, even with assistance, I was not seeing that good. And that's the T. But, I mean, now, a year later, I would say um, the vision at at the beginning was, like, very, very sharp. Then it went very, very blurry for, like, a few days, a week or so. Um, And then it really leveled out and it's only been recently that i've noticed like the night vision portion is not the best um and they did tell me that that was probably um going to be a thing just with like how bad my eyes were i i was probably going to have like night vision issues and so that's just kind of all that's kind of all there is to it so yeah lasik eye surgery number one thing that changed my life in 2023 not in any particular order, but just the first thing we've talked about. So now we're moving on to the second and that is being laid off. Um, won't get too much into that because I literally, this podcast was quite literally founded on the idea that I had just been laid off. So I've, I've talked about it plenty of times on here, so I don't really have to dive too deep into it, but I was laid off from what I thought was a very secure job even though looking back on it quite literally in a dying industry thanks so much and god bless you but i mean i had just been told when i left my previous job and moved into the new job which is the job i got laid off from they had told me as i was making that transition like this is such a safe transition you know no we didn't lay anybody off during covid which i think is a bold faced lie actually um They were like, we didn't lay anybody off during COVID. We just docked their pay. We cut their pay. And you know what? We live and we learn, okay? We live and we learn. I'm not even going to get into it right now. I'm not even going to get into how bad I want to kick myself in the ass for leaving the agency I was at to go to my last job. But every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, I... I was laid off, and that was so scary in the moment, but um, it pushed me to start the podcast. And it, in doing that, in starting the podcast and having my summer of Liz, where I was absolutely completely unemployed, I was able to kind of like really dig deep and think about what I wanted from my life and in what direction I wanted my career to go. And I realized that I have a very strong, very serious passion for podcasting and, you know, radio and things like that. Broadcast, if you will. And It's so crazy because I started my college journey when I was at college. My first major was broadcast journalism. And then I remember being like, I'm never going to do broadcast. I don't want people to hear me. I don't want people to see me. Um, So I switched to PR. But it's just kind of funny to see how that all kind of plays out. Because, you know, I I was like, oh, I really, really, really want to do broadcast journalism when I was growing up. I wanted to be Ryan Seacrest. You already know this about me. And... I feel like there was a time in my life, and maybe it started in college, maybe it started in high school, but it really manifested in college. Who knows? But there was really a point in my life where I was, like, um, fully doubting everything about myself. Um, And I think that was a huge part of it. I think the broadcast journalism wanting to be some e-news correspondent was like, I went into college and I was like, that is so unrealistic. You have to be more realistic than that. Like, that is crazy. You're never going to be able to do something like that. Just really suppressing that part of myself. And so being able to find or revive that part of myself through my unemployment, (laughs) my summer of unemployment, I was just able to get back to it and, and, and remind myself what I love about it. And yeah, that all... None of that would have happened, long story short, had I not been laid off. Number three on the list is starting a podcast. And I just did simply get into that, didn't I? Um, But yeah, this thing does not exist without being laid off. And it is definitely, it's the biggest thing. It is number three. But when I was trying to map out things that changed my life in 2023, I was trying to uh, do it somewhat chronologically, um, just so I could recall everything cause I, you know, have some memory issue. Okay. But like I, um, went to the top of my camera roll and just kind of scrolled down and kind of saw where I was at in life through each one of the last 12 months and yeah, starting a podcast number three. Um, and that did start in March. So that's hilarious. But yeah, this has definitely been the biggest thing. Um, this is the biggest thing on the list. This is the thing that changed my life the most. Um, I just am so grateful and I promise I'm not crying. I'm just emotional. You know what I mean? Like I love this thing. This is so fun. I go in my closet once a week with a, with a studio mic and a dream, bitch. And I, I, just cannot get enough. It is it's so much fun. Um, all of the texts and the DMs I get after from my friends or acquaintances or whoever's listening saying like that episode was hilarious or oh my god, I love the episode, here's my thought. Like or, hey, I wanna chime in on like this thing you were talking about. I just love the hell out of that. Uh Uh-oh, not community. Uh Uh-oh, not friendship. I love it so much. And yeah, it's everything. It's everything and then some. And then one day when this thing's in a studio and I'm not sitting on the ground with my shoe boxes behind my head. I am at least going to deeply appreciate the time I spent in the closet. That's for sure. And that could be really so misconstrued, but I'll leave it in. Next, we have Eris um, Tour and Barbie movie. And... I know that those are buzzwords and I'm very sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not going to apologize for things. And that is one of those things that I learned from the Eras tour and the Barbie movie. Look, it was the year of the Barbie movie. It was the year of the Eras tour. And there was a lot. There's a lot to be said, okay, about this time that we are in right now. Um, as a woman... This, I don't think there's been a more empowering year. I don't think there's been a more empowering year for women, period. Period. Official, official JBS statement. I don't think women have been this empowered in a very long time, if not at all. The girl's girl it is the year of the girl's girl. The girl's girl is in. When have we seen that? When have we seen a time where... Where it was so heavily pushed and, like, widely accepted to be a girl that is for the girls only. You're not doing things to impress men. You know, you are doing things for the benefit of your fellow woman. I cannot, in my 26 years, think of a time where we have been that united. Like, something as simple as a movie... Or a concert has been able to bring this many women together. I don't know. It's it's just like those two things in tandem have just absolutely done the most. And I and I could not be happier that we have the heirs tour and the Barbie movie. And I said what I said. They're two of my favorite things on this earth. And speaking of earth... We'll move on to the next one. Um, Earth Cafe Latte at LAX. So went to, Kyle and I, went to LA this summer and just did LA things, went to the comedy store, went to Malibu. I mean, fuck you. Like, I I had the best time of my life. I I probably should be living out there if you want to know the truth. But um, it's funny. I, I had a lot of coffee out there, as one probably would in Los Angeles, right? And for the most part, it was good. You know, Pete's Coffee. Pete's Coffee is delish. Um, I went to a couple of local spots as well, which, look, God put me on this earth to speak my truth, and what I'm about to say is going to offend. It surely will. It surely will offend. Um, And it's this. Local coffee shops, like, like one location, local coffee shops, either have the best coffee you've ever had in your life, no exception. No exceptions. Or it is some of the worst boo-boo sewer water ass coffee you've ever had in your life. And there is no middle ground. I have never been to a one location coffee shop that did not have either the best coffee or the worst coffee. So I personally, while I love supporting local businesses and I always will, I technically prefer chain coffee, and somebody had to be brave enough to say that, and I had to be the guy to come forward, so here I am. But um, yeah, I had a lot of coffee, all for the most part pretty good, but LAX on the way home. So on the way back to Dallas, which can you imagine leaving Los Angeles and going back to Dallas? Can you imagine leaving Los Angeles where the high temp was 71 degrees and coming into Dallas? Where it was one hundred and four, like that was just it was it was so brutal. But yeah, anyway, in the airport on the way back, Earth Cafe, um, I got a iced latte with almond milk and vanilla, just something so simple that I've had so many times before that I just knew was like a safe option. They like blended it up or something, or like put it like in a frother machine or like I felt like they blended it I don't know they did something to that coffee that that the flavor of it was absolutely incredible like just no notes absolutely no notes but there was something about the texture that really just wrapped it all up in a bow I think they frothed it I really do this coffee I took a couple sips of it and I, I handed it to Kyle and I was like what do you think about this and he was like, oh, no, like, is it bad? Like, we don't have to drink it, like, whatever. And I was like, no, no, no. Take a blind, blind taste test and tell me what you think of that. And so he takes a couple sips and he's kind of, like, thinking. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, is that, like, the best coffee you've ever had in your life? I was like, yes, that is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. And we still talk about it to this day. We have to. We, we bring We bring up the Earth Cafe Latte at LAX specifically, more more than I'd like to admit, more than I'd care to admit. Second to last on the list is Ironic by Alanis Morissette live at ACL. If you did not listen to the ACL episode, episode 27, live from ACL, I had a damn near spiritual experience. Watching Alanis Morissette perform, ironic. You ought to know. Thank you. I legitimately feel like it was a very healing moment for me, personally. Barbie was healing. Eris Tour was healing. Ironic by Alanis Morissette live on the American Express stage during the lunar eclipse like it was just it was all happening the energy was so high it was amazing um so that definitely had to make the list in my opinion and then the last one okay and the last one will take me a second so I need you to really just work with me here um these are all obviously things that have changed my life in 2023 for the better I would say you know LASIK eye surgery for the better being laid off, obviously, for the better. Starting a podcast, Ares Tour, Barbie movie, Earth Cafe Latte, Ironic by Alanis, These are all things that I was positively impacted by in the year 2023. However, there is one thing that made the list of things that changed my life. And it was something that changed my life not necessarily for the better. And that would be the movie Salt Burn. The movie Salt Burn that just came out. Actually, it didn't even just come out, okay? It's been out since November 17th. I saw it. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I saw it on Sunday. I saw it exactly one month. It had been in theaters for one month, and it was not spoiled for me at all. Like, on Twitter, TikTok, I had, I had been seeing people talk about it, and I had heard that it was um, shocking or, like, kind of twisty or, you know, however you'd want to put it, right? Like, I had heard that it was crazy, right? A crazy movie it was not spoiled for me. I did not see anything online on the multiple platforms that I use to connect with the world. I did not see a single spoiler for that movie. Every shocking thing that happens in that movie that it has I have now been seeing online, I did not see beforehand so i went into this movie completely blind like had no idea just knew like i said it's going to be a little weird um maybe even a little shocking or disturbing i was thinking almost like concerned that it was going to be midsummer you know if you've seen midsummer you know like you know what the very shocking and jarring scene in that movie is there's actually a couple, scratch that. There's actually a couple of scenes like that. But but you you know like what I'm talking about if you've seen that movie. I thought that it was going to be very midsummery, and so went into it, had no idea what I was getting myself into. I will say that it was beautifully shot. Like aesthetically gorgeous. A gorgeously beautiful movie. In terms of aesthetics, right? In terms of cinematography. In terms of content. Somebody's pissed me off. Because I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I need you to know. That I'm so happy I saw that movie. Like, it, it I do feel like it negatively impacted my life. But I'm so glad I saw it. Because it's, I feel like it's just one you just have to see. If you're seeing all of the crazy posts about it that are like, you know, kind of hinting or alluding to certain, um, certain scenes in the movie, it's crazier than you think. It is crazier than you would think. If you are hearing people hinting at like, oh, Jacob, a bathtub scene, it is crazier than you think. So just go into it knowing that. Go into it with an open mind, but go into it knowing that it is probably crazier than you are thinking. I will say that it was very good, though. I mean, I cannot deny a good movie. Like, I cannot, I could not deny excellent film. Like, I just can't. Like, it, it is what it is. Jarring, yes. Disturbing, yes. Weird at times. Kind of unnecessarily disgusting at times. Sure, even, but like an excellent, excellent movie. Um, I think, let's see, I've got it pulled up. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say I thought it had 8 out of 10 stars. It has 7.5 out of 10 and 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a C average movie. If you think of all of the dog shit they put out these days, that's a pretty good movie that's a pretty good movie. That's a pretty good score. I honestly, how many movies other than the Eras tour movie, how many movies do you know that have a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Not many. And that's the answer. And that's the truth. So I would say ultimately due to its disturbing nature, it lowered my quality of life, but I would still recommend it I know that's a that's probably a controversial take but I I would still recommend the movie I'm still gonna say it's a great movie I would not even be shocked if it wins some awards like major awards but um yeah I've got to put it in the category of a negative impact because some of that some of that cannot be unseen and god I really want to talk about it I really want to talk about it so actually how about this I will talk about it if I do another episode before the end of the year. I will talk about it then. I'm giving you all one calendar week to go see Saltburn. Go see Saltburn. One calendar week. You can do it. It's 2 hours long, like 2 hours flat or something like that. It is not that big of a commitment. I'm giving you I'm giving you a week. So go see it so I can talk about it on my podcast. Please Cause I would like to discuss, I think, I think there's a lot to discuss. I think we all need to discuss how this is going, This how this movie's existence is going to shape us moving forward. But that is the end of the episode, you guys. Um, 2023, she killed it. For the most part, she killed it. She came, she saw, she conquered. Love it. She did it. I am also really looking forward to next year because I have like an innate feeling about some of these things and I do have a feeling that 2024 is going to be the best year ever and if it's not just forget I said anything just move on okay we all have to learn how to move on okay um no Q&A because I don't feel really up to it don't have any that really spark joy this week a lot of a lot of repeats, which I urge you, I implore you, if you are new, just go back and listen. They're easy listens. I'm a I'm a easy listening content creator. So anyway, um, follow the just being silly. I had to find my notes. Hold on. Uh, follow the just being silly Instagram at just being silly pod. Follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and rate right it five stars, and. I am going to take it as a personal threat if you, a listener, go into the new year without having rated the podcast five stars. Disrespectful at this point. How dare you? Um, also, some fun things in the new year. We are getting the new microphone. It is happening. Um, more about the music. Ah, my girl, okay, she's been on sabbatical. And how dare you? Who are you to tell her that she cannot take some time off it will be coming back it has to i it it has to happen in whatever capacity that it it can be held it must be held if i don't talk to you between now and the new year happy new year thank you so much again for listening love you so much and i will